You know, in America, you know, a lot of us is trying to make it every single day. You know, it's getting harder and harder no matter who you are, where you come from. But, you know, for us, we focus on the African diaspora, you know, black people all over the world. Um, that's what we do. That's our model. That's not going to change no time soon. We will engage in every kind of content, you know, for us in the community. But as I sit here right now in uh, Cape Town, South Africa, I was actually in Johannesburg. Uh, we came to Cape Town as of yesterday. You know, as I looked at the money, you know, we are the only group in America who's reminded of our traumatic experience in America daily. And the one way that we're reminded about traumatic experience in America daily is through money. Now, I'm holding 50 South African Rand right here, and you can see the great brother Nelson Mandela on the money. And of course, on the back, he got, you know, the majestic lion. Well, when South Africans look at their money, they look at a freedom fighter, they look at a hero. What do we look at when we look at our money, brothers and sisters? We look at George Washington, slave owner. We look at Andrew Jackson, slave owner. We, in, in our country, we look at Confederate statues all over the place of people that were slave owners, pedos, um, the worst of the worst. This is what we have to look at to be reminded daily of our trauma and what we have dealt with. It's not just the George Floyds and, and anyone else. It is the daily trauma that we are reminded. No other group in America is reminded of their trauma daily. See, psychologically, black people are being engaged in warfare every day. No other group in America got to look at people that traumatically harm their people for hundreds of years. Nobody has to do that, right? Now, for me, it's better for me to look at Nelson Mandela every day on, on, on some money than look at Andrew Jackson. Because at least when I look at Nelson Mandela, I'm not reminded of slavery, not whatsoever. Now, Another reason why we have issues and problems uh, in America is that we are in a country that we don't see black people owning much and don't control much, not in the government. Now, I know in South Africa they have certain issues that came, you know, coming out of apartheid, but let's call it what it is. In America, we don't see the billboards majority us, but when I'm in South Africa, I see nothing but black people on the, on the billboards. Others here and there, but mostly black people. The banks. You see black people being the, the, the people that's running the banks. You see the president, of course, South Africa, black man, the parliament, black people. You know, that's actually, you know, right for us to see. In America, we live in a land that we don't have no representation like that. And then if, and if they do have some representation for us, they have to be boule, sellout, boot looking, boot licking. <laughs> yes, boot licking um, black people. They cannot fight for the community. They can't do for the community. That's just the way it's been. Now, for us, and even in our relationships, right, the majority of jobs are going to be provided for and ran by black people. That has an effect even on your interrelate, you know, personal relationships with your woman. See, in America, the majority of the jobs is provided for uh, by the folks. And then folks have a system that circumvents the black man in his provision. For instance, if they don't want to be with you for whatever the reason, and they get in hard times, they can just go to the government. Now, in South Africa, the black man is respected. And if they get in trouble, they can't just go run to the government. They got to make sure and think about what they're going to do before they make certain moves that, that change their life like babies, etc. 
You know, the disrespect of black men is not here. Black men are honored. Black men are revered. Black men are respected, period. Now, of course, no country is perfect, but I'm talking about in relation to us as, you know, in America and what we deal with about our traumatic experience. We always looking at, you know, the, the race soldier. Listen, when I'm here, I'm extremely relaxed. You know, you people have told me in certain videos, man, Phil, you look very relaxed. I'm very relaxed here. Very, very relaxed. And, you know, to all you black folks that always like to be saying, uh, I ain't going nowhere. Nobody wants you here. I keep telling you that. My message is not to you. I'm no, none of my message is directed to you. It's directed to black people that say, you know what? I'm not going to spend my whole life fighting with a group of people that that's just it's just who they are. Let me tell you something. When I travel and talk to people, the same things they did in America is the same things they did in South Africa, the same things they did in Kenya, the same things they did in Ghana when they was colonized, the same things they did in Nigeria. These people are the same everywhere they go. They do not change. Even in 2023, trying to change them is like trying to tell a dog to stop barking. That's what a dog do. A dog barks all day long. Now, maybe you could minimize the barking with certain means, but they're dogs, they bark. Another thing I tell you, brothers and sisters, why it's good to even come out here, you know, because some of you try to judge the African continent based off of West Africa. And, and listen, every African country is different, so I don't want to say West Africa as a whole. It wouldn't be right for me to say that. But some people have told me, well, they like to jack up the prices. And I'm only going to speak on South Africa. South Africa, that's illegal. If you jack up the price on somebody and it's reported, they get charged for that. They go to jail. Racism is illegal here, okay? They cannot be racist here. I mean, they could try, but they can go to jail for that. In America, it is not illegal to be racist whatsoever. People can be racist towards you. They are incentivized to be racist towards you. And I will tell you, just for me, just for my spirit, I'm very at peace when I'm here. So at peace. You know, I got to go back here in a few days, and I'm like, oh, God. But you know what? Every time I come, I get a I get a great game plan, great ideas, and now I got I got some uh, something really laid out. So now I'm I'm gonna enact that plan. Now of course, when some of you are talking like me and thinking like this, they will say, "Well, uh, why haven't you went yet?" But them people are like gnats and trolls. Let me tell you something. I've been to South Africa for about a week, and you know the response I have gotten from people, from South Africans. Brother Phil, we really love your show. Man, I can't believe you over here. Man, you just showed up in the mall. I didn't even know. I was stopped by multiple people in the mall. I was stopped by multiple people at the hotel. Uh, a, a black American, two black American families I was stopped by. They told me, man, look, I watch him every day. It was husband, wife, kids. Another couple, husband, wife, kids. Black people still having families. Stop. Don't believe that's just, that we, black people don't have no families. They got families. And the whole family is traveling. You know what those families said? Brother, I watched your content and I, I, I appreciate what you do. And I brought my whole family. And it's beautiful to see. More and more black Americans are traveling. Now, I would say, just my opinion, I would say go and see it for yourself. You know, definitely see it for yourself. Some countries you could visit and get the vibe and enjoy it. And some countries are maybe good for you. Like some people like Ghana like that. You know, they go to Ghana, it's, it's conducive for them. You know, uh, certain countries may be conducive for certain people due to business, uh, the way things are ran. Um, and, and that could be something else to think about as well. Um, also, one last thing I need to say before I wrap this up. Those of you who do come, please tip. 
because the people, you know, they, they like I say, you, you think service workers struggle in America, you better believe they're struggling here, right? Tip. Now, I'm going to tell you how much to tip, because some people may not tell you. When you, bring, when you come here, especially to South Africa, you can use your credit cards. Your Ameri well, American Express you can use in certain locations, but definitely your Visa and your MasterCard. You can use it here, okay? Use your card for everything that you can, like America. Get cash, get cash, and uh, use it to tip. Now, the average tip that I would say to tip people, whether it's your service work, all your service workers, your driver that you have, give them a, at least a three to 400 Rand tip. I would say that much, three to 400 Rand. Your person at the at the uh, restaurant that's serving you three to four hundred rand. Everybody that do something for you, give them a tip. You say I don't need to do that. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. If you helping your brothers and sisters out, and three to four hundred rand is not no money in American dollars anyway. Okay, it's really not. So you can at least make a difference with a brother and sister. They had this one place I went to, sister, you know, uh, Zimbabwe sister, and I left her eighteen hundred rand tip, which kind of about round up to a hundred dollars i mean you should have seen the way that sister responded to that because people don't you know what i was told that's like two weeks worth to almost three weeks worth of money for them what i what we gave right but i'm like look the sister did a great service the bill wasn't high or nothing like that why can't i help my sister you know what i'm saying well, she did a good job another brother we gave you know nice tips too you should see how happy they are you know what i'm saying because they, we we come here we need to be a blessing too I give big tips at times in America, decent tips in America. Sometimes I've had $20 bills that I've given you know, good tips on, right? Because I understand what it, how it is for service workers, and they go through a lot. So now if you're the type of, that's their job anyway. They just, you know what? We'll, 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 we'll cook at home. Just, just cook at home. I can't stand people like you. Always complaining about something. Cook at your house. You ain't got to get nobody anything. You want somebody to serve you hand and foot. You don't want to tip anything. You leave nothing or you leave five dollars. You ought to feel ashamed of yourself for doing some crap like that. But so when you do come, it is, like I said, just, just tip the brothers and sisters. It, it doesn't cost you a lot. So understand, we need to, no matter what people tell you in America, because they, they got many people want to hold you in America, many. Come yourself, because all the people that are doing that talking about America, talking about we did this, we did that, they're not helping you, they're not paying your bills, and they're not going to be there when you get in trouble. I don't think I say, think about yourself, thinking about your family and what you're going to do and just come on yourself like i said but we don't need to be reminded of our trauma daily because like i said that weighs on our mental health so brothers and sisters let's just want to leave this message like i said since i'm here i got to get up and go uh family <laughs> ready eating everything but um yeah y'all stay you know you know blessed and then we'll see you in the next one